The following program is rated MC9. Some material may be too spooky for children under 9. We suggest listening together as a family. Who's here to feed your fear? It's me, Mr. Cemetery, with another flesh creeping story to shiver your pleasures. Tonight's story is about a young married couple who purchases a house, but soon they learn it comes with something a little more than they thought. I'm calling this one the cheap house. So come on, sit down on that bloody headstone there, and I'll begin. My wife and I bought a house. We got it at a very low price, and at the time, I didn't think it was strange. We were just glad to save so much money. But now I understand why it was so cheap. When my wife and I first moved in the house, now we did some repairs and everything seemed fine. However, soon strange things began to happen. One night, my wife and I were sleeping in the bedroom when we were suddenly awoken by a crashing noise. It sounded like something had fallen. We sat up in the bed and listened, but there was no more noise. My wife was too scared to get up, but she gave me a kick under the blankets and told me to go out and see what it was. I reluctantly got up and took a look around the house, but all was quiet and there was no trace of anything that could have fallen. I went back up to bed and tried to get back to sleep again. And after a few minutes, we heard the crashing noise again. This time, we knew it wasn't our imagination. I got up and went room to room searching for something that could have caused that noise. Everything was in its proper place and nothing was on the floor that could have created that racket. I was about to go back to sleep when I could feel a cold wind on my bare feet. I thought perhaps maybe my wife left the window open, so I opened the curtains. What I saw through the windows made me jump out of my skin. Standing in the middle of the darkened street, Staring directly at me with large white eyes was a nasty old lady. Her face was so terrible that she looked as if she just died a few weeks ago. Just then I heard my wife crying out for me. Her voice was shaking with fear. I ran upstairs to the bedroom and found my wife crying hysterically and mumbling over and over that she wanted to leave. She had looked out the window and seen the terrible old woman too. I grabbed a hammer and I raced downstairs again. I wanted to go out into the street and find out what was going on. When I got outside, I walked up and down the road and around in circles, but there was no sign of the terrible old woman. Not a single trace. I returned to the house and tried to comfort my wife somehow, but that night we couldn't relax enough to fall asleep again. The next day we attempted to reassure ourselves just a little, but when night came, my wife and I were both on edge. We couldn't sleep. So we sat in the living room just watching TV. For a while, everything was fine. Then all of a sudden, the electricity went out in the whole house. 
I went into the hall to check on the fuse box, but all the fuses seemed to be turned on. I decided to go to the kitchen and fetch some candles and a flashlight. On the way, I poked my head into the living room, and in the darkness, I could make out a silhouette of my wife sitting on the couch. I told her that everything was fine, and I would bring back some candles. When I walked into the kitchen, I was horrified to see a figure standing there in the darkness. I opened the drawer and grabbed the flashlight. When I turned it on, I almost fainted. It was my wife. I had a bad feeling in the pit of my stomach. I took the flashlight and told my wife to wait in the kitchen while I tried to figure out what was going on in the living room. I was praying that no one was there. My wife didn't argue with me because she knew if you see your doppelganger, it means you can die. Fortunately, there was no one in the living room. As soon as we lit the candles and placed them on the mantelpiece, the electricity returned and the lights came back on. We blew out the candles and decided to go to bed. But... We couldn't sleep. After all, I'd definitely seen something. At this moment, I was just beginning to understand why we managed to get this house so cheap. Obviously, the former owners knew everything what was going on, and nobody informed us. I don't remember falling asleep that night, but when I woke up, the room was deadly cold. My wife had her back to me. She was still asleep, so I covered her with another blanket and went downstairs to have a cigarette. When I walked into the kitchen... I saw my wife standing there with a cigarette in her mouth puffing away. She asked me why I left her on the couch in the living room while I went to bed. I told her I had no idea what she was talking about. Just a few seconds ago, I tucked her a blanket around her in the bedroom. With a sense of creeping dread, we decided to go back up to the bedroom just to check who was lurking up there. When we came to the bedroom door, I opened it quietly and I peered inside. Lying in our bed was a terrible old woman. My wife screamed. I gasped in horror and we rushed downstairs. Taking refuge in the living room, my wife told me to call the police. I dialed the number for the police station and when they answered the phone, I told them what was going on. They just laughed at me for a while. And then they threatened me with a fine if I didn't stop wasting their time. I called a few of our friends and explained the situation. They came over and we all searched the house from top to bottom. We didn't find anything suspicious. So, our friends left, and then my wife informed me that she was leaving and going to go live with her mother. She told me she would come back when I finished dealing with this devilry and everything returned to normal. I was left alone in the house. The first thing I decided to do was call the previous owners of the house. They told me they knew nothing about it, but I could sense an anxiety in their voice. I realized that they were lying to me. As it turned out later, they were also victims of the house, as we were. But they couldn't do anything about it, and they just sold the house to us for a cheap price. The house clearly had a terrible history. The next day, I called a priest. The moment he stepped over the threshold, he said he sensed an evil presence and advised me to move out immediately. I just told him to do his job and don't give me any useless advice. And he sprinkled holy water around and blessed the house, and then he handed me a bill and he just left. Honestly... I did not want to test his work that night, but I had no choice. I had nowhere else to go. I was terribly scared, so I bought myself a bottle of vodka. For liquid courage, I guess. That evening, I was sitting in the living room watching TV and drinking my vodka. Gradually, I dozed off to sleep. In the middle of the night, I woke up because I desperately needed to go to the toilet. So, I went to the bathroom and... Stood there doing my business, peeing all over the toilet seat. 
when I suddenly heard a loud knock at the front door. I ran to the door and I looked through the peephole. My wife was standing outside. She had come back to me. I let her in and tried to give her a hug, but she brushed right past me and went back upstairs to sleep. I was awoken in the morning by a phone ringing. When I answered it, my wife was on the other end. The first thing I asked her was, Why are you calling me? Where are you? And she answered me. She said, I'm at my mother, stupid. My hair almost turned white and I rushed out of the house, almost taking the door off its hinges. When I got to the street, I turned to look at the house and there, in the upstairs window, was that terrible old woman staring down at me. I came to the conclusion after the priest did his thing, the old woman had been forced out. But then she tricked me, and I had accidentally invited her back in. I had witnessed so much inexplicable phenomena, I can't take it anymore. Soon, we put our house back on the market and managed to sell it to a new family. They bought it for around the same price that we had paid for it. So, despite everything that had happened, at least we didn't lose any money. Later, I learned from the newspapers that the house had burned down. The whole family were killed in a fire. They died from smoke inhalation, and their charred bodies were found huddled in a storeroom. I think I know what they were hiding from. Hope you like that little serving of shivers tonight. Do you know why doorbells don't ring in a haunted house? They're afraid to make a sound. <laughs> well, that's all the time we have for tonight, kitties. Good fright. I'll see you next week. And remember to stay spooky. Hey!